Bridging the gap. Bridging the gap. Bridging the gap. The debate about the state of the South African education system continues. Learners should be given the opportunity and the resources to like really explore their options. Bridging the gap. According to an article written by UNICEF, as of July 2021, 500,000 students dropped out of high school. This is because of the COVID-19 pandemic. However, the significant dropout rate exposed the existing inefficiencies in the South African education system. Kwanzaa 1 to 3 schools are the poorest with limited to no resources and parents are not financially viable to pay school fees. Kwanzaa 4 to 5 schools, on the other hand, have enough resources and parents are financially stable. Thus, they are able to pay school fees. This difference between Kwanzaa schools already showed the large inequalities that South African students face in the education system. These problems are most likely to affect them when they transition to university. These lack of resources and inequalities can challenge how they adapt to expectations required of them in university. Hi, my name is Luanda Dewey and you are listening to Bridging the Gap. Bridging the Gap hopes to raise awareness about the existing inequalities of the education system and how these inequalities affect students' transition from high school to university. Bridging the Gap In this episode, we look at the challenges Rhodes University students face in their transition from high school to university. We speak to Extended Studies Program lecturer Corinne Knowles who explains in detail what the Extended Studies Program is about, how it helps students and what more needs to be done for students in the education system. But first, how prepared were you when you got into university? My name is Snedla Shakaba. My name is Vonam Khojana. Uh, my name is Joshua Clegg. I went to a public high school in Ulundi. I went to an urban public secondary school. I come from a private boarding school in Zimbabwe. We often hear, rather, we are often told just how education is the key to success. But no one ever delves into the struggle for preparedness that comes questing after that key. In particular, the juncture between high school and university. Can one ever truly be ready for that jump? Because it was COVID, the universities didn't get a chance to come to us and tell us about the experience of university as a whole. So we never got to experience what it's like or we weren't given more information about university. I went to a private institution, a private school. I was made well prepared. Uh, They would help me with information literacy, computer literacy, and application to the varsity. They also made me aware of the shifts that would happen in varsity, and they helped me with just adjusting to overall varsity life. I don't think so. I don't think you can ever be fully prepared for anything. It's all just a leap of faith, and I think I took that leap of faith, and when I got here, I adapted. That's the least you can do. I was definitely prepared for varsity when I came to varsity. And I was very prepared for academic life here at Rhodes. I wasn't prepared because I didn't know what to expect. Well, the question has been answered. It is not everyone that is ready for that jump. Our reporter Erin Johnson spoke to Corinne Knowles, who is a lecturer in the Extended Studies program, to shed lights on the challenges students face and resources available to them. Have a listen. The transition from high school into university can be very tricky for many students. Most students need that extra support to make their university life a bit more manageable. 
Corinne Knowles has been working in the Humanities Department of the Extended Studies Program at Rose University for 13 years. In this interview, she explains that the Extended Studies is a national program used by most universities. I'm Corinne Knowles and I teach in the Extended Studies Program in the Humanities here at Rhodes. The Extended Studies Program is a national program. and It was considered to be a way to address the inequalities and people who had been formerly disadvantaged by apartheid and to increase access into the university space. So each university interprets this in their own particular ways. After being part of the Extended Studies program, many students come out with master's degrees and PhDs. However, Corinne feels that in order for the program to be successful, the university needs to keep adapting in many ways. Yes, I think our program is very successful. A number of students who've come through our program are now master's and PhD graduates. But for students really to cope with what university is like, the university itself also needs to adjust. Admittance into the extended program is not something that can be applied for, but rather an assessment of your metric marks as well as the history and background of the applicant. So they have to have a bachelor's pass for their metric um, and they have to apply to a Rhodes degree. We see that their marks are a little bit short of the automatic entry into those degrees. Then we look at other criteria such as what school did they go to, um, are they the first in their families to go to university, and then we make offers. Each program can take 50 student groups. So you can't apply to come to this um, class. You're invited. University can become very challenging for those who are not exactly prepared for it. Many students get lost in the culture that is university life. I think some of the difficulties are is that learning for school is very different to learning for university. So you've got to read these difficult articles. It's in a language that almost feels like a foreign language even to English speakers. And to someone who's coming from a, a, a different language group, it's very, very hard to grasp the concepts. And when lecturers carry on and teach a new thing every day as though no one is struggling, then of course it, you just feel further and further behind. Curran makes a comparison between the Department of Basic Education and the Department of Higher Learning and how they are not doing enough to provide the proper resources that students need in order to achieve adequate education in South Africa. Is that schools need to be properly resourced, all of the schools. If you're not going to put that in, then you, you're, you're mocking the education system. So there needs to be more communication between the Department of Higher Education and Training and the Department of Basic Education. I think universities need to change as well. Mm -hmm. And we are in South Africa and there are these glaring inequalities in the education system. Corinne has showed us how the Extended Studies program has tried to provide an additional learning platform for students who need it. However, the transition between high school and university has proved to continuously be a challenge every year because of the wide gap that the educational system is facing.
That was Corinne Knowles speaking on the extended studies and how it attempts to bridge the gap in our education system. Our very own Sisipo Funo and Kumani Mlangu spoke to students who are in the extended studies program. Here are their stories. My name is Hotazo Eleonora Koma. The kind of high school that I come from, I went to Victoria Girls High School. It was a quantile five, if I'm not mistaken. I don't know how the quantiles work, but it was a public school where obviously everyone is now um, responsible for their own school fees and all that. So um, how I got into the extended studies program, initially I had wanted to study environmental science and because I had applied late, the, um, the environmental science faculty was already full. So I, we spoke to the humanities dean, Dean um, Innocent Musindo, and he had said to us that, yes, they will accept me to road because my marks are exceptionally good. And the only way that they would kind of accommodate me in that sense is if I enter into the extended studies program. Not necessarily that there will be a difference, but that I would have an extra year because my degree would initially be three years, now I'll have four years. So that's how I ended up getting into the extended studies program. Unlike many people, I kind of was lucky enough to go to a school where we were taught the basics of computers, the basics of Word, PowerPoint, and all that. And I think such programs are really, really great for people who kind of don't have like their basic background or their basic needs as to how to use word how to use powerpoint and how to kind of maneuver around university it's also a great great um, program to help people kind of get used to mainstream work in extended studies you know you're taking things one step at a time very easy and that kind of prepares you for what to expect in as much as um yes it's different um in terms of you having to get an extra year or whatnot, but you kind of get prepared and you kind of get a go-ahead, you know, a boost as to, so this is what things are going to look like and this is what you should expect. It can be very helpful for people who kind of don't have their <laughs> balance, in a way. I don't want to say balance. The program has helped me in my transition from high school to university in the sense that I kind of got to take things easy like i had mentioned before i got to be more i got kind of prepared as to what to expect when i get into mainstream and it's a slow kind of pace you know to kind of get used to things i wanted to join the extended studies program mostly for the part that it had a very intimate and more one-on-one um, -on -one type of thing with its students i didn't apply for it i just went into mainstream but i just wanted to be part of the extended extended program through what i heard and people's experiences you know i wanted to join it because people really did recommend it and it seemed to be going really well for them South Africa is one of the most unequal schooling systems in the world. If nothing is done regarding South Africa's existing condition of education, the outlook for future generations appears bleak. 
To avoid a catastrophe, one can only hope that any strategy to repair the system's flaws is enacted quickly. I think the government should offer more resources to public schools. Resources like computer literacy, more skilled teachers, and they should give out maybe bursaries to kids that do well academically and in sports so that they're offered more opportunities. What I think needs to change in public schools particularly is learners need to be taught in English more because they encounter a lot of problems when they reach university. This is the language of communication in universities. What needs to be changed in the state of education in South Africa is its quality. Quality education focuses on the student as a whole. It focuses on the student's social being, emotional being, mental being, as well as physical being. In order for a student to engage and to succeed academically, they need to be okay physically and emotionally. This can be done by the school or by the government. They can introduce programs to help students to talk about whatever they undergo. There are so many mental health related issues that students undergo and these programs can help them to speak out and and to make sure that all students are living healthy lifestyles. What I think needs to be changed is the way that South, most South Africans are made to think, most South African learners are made to think at high school level. One question we are not made to ask ourselves as often as we should, or I think we should, is the question why. In each and every area or aspect, and even learning areas for that matter, or especially learning areas, we just uh, receive or accept the knowledge, but few are the times that we are made to question why. Not that we are being rebellious or anything, or want to provoke anything against what was being said but let us understand where we're coming from with this what we need to do how did we get to what we're here name the learning areas we we did then mathematics life orientation all of them how did we get what you are saying now as my educator respectfully so i think that needs to be changed if the Department of Education could think about infusing skills development in schools whereby students do not only learn theoretically about subjects but they tend to put like the practicality into it. I know we've got in physics for example we've got practicals but not every school in South Africa do have the necessary needs like labs and equipment to actually carry out those practicals. I feel like the first point would be ensuring that all the schools in South Africa has the necessary materials, equipment and labs to carry out the practicals for subjects that needs practicals. I believe what South Africa can do to change its educational state is to make sure that all um, types of systems of education, um, government schools and private schools get the same education so um, the educational system and the educational percentages are equivalent to each other and not so far apart yeah that brings us to the end of our episode this podcast is brought to you by jms two students at Rhodes university thank you for listening my name is leander dube how are you bridging the gap